Welcome to the Fantasy Sports Cave. Welcome to Wildland Wednesday. We're talking about review, previews, and parlays. And there's a lot of great games to talk about last week and a lot of great games to talk about this week. I lost my parlay, of course. Um, I'm still broke and I still haven't bought an island. Lucas, how are you doing today? Uh, well, you know how I'm doing personally, but... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh... I mean, I'm ready to talk about football, man. Get my mind off things. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll definitely not um, foreshadow what happened to you right before this podcast or mention it at all. I might slip out. But all right, here we go. We're going to preview these last games. Last week, we both went 9-7. and seven. Um, We both tied. Um, no surprise there. I only got one win this whole season. But um, we got a lot of good games. Um, if you had Alvin Kamara on your fantasy league, you definitely would have um one and also lucas i won i tweeted you you haven't tweeted you haven't tweeted me back yet so um my bad my bad i'm still waiting for your tweet okay i'm still waiting for your tweet all right the saints won 52 to 33 put the smack down alvin kamara had a total of five touchdowns or six touchdowns um pretty much did it on his own we predicted this one right saints moving on nick to next week um i believe they clinched the um i believe they clinched correct yeah, well, they won the South title, and then I think they have a chance to uh, move up to the first round by. They got to win, and then uh, Green Bay has to lose, and Seattle has to win, and that's how they get the first round by. Well, there you go. That's some scenarios we're going to be talking about a lot later. Um, that was a pretty good game. Um, the Saints, I mean, or, I mean the um, the Vikings. They just, they just, their defense is just not there yet. Um, I'm, I always have a fun time talking about the Saints off season because last off season I talked about. Um, a guy they should pick up, Alexander Madison, and they did pick him up, and I got to interview him. Nothing, nothing too major. But uh, moving on to the uh, the Buccaneers, forty-seven to seven. I mean, Antonio. Um, I mean, the the Buccaneers just piece apart the Lions, and the Lions are just lost in a lot of categories. I think Matthew Stafford deserves a better team, a winning team. Don't you? Don't you think that? Oh yeah, I definitely do. I mean, he got fucking destroyed in this game again, and he. Got injured super early and got destroyed. Um, the team lost by a lot, but they also didn't have their coaches. Like their coaches weren't able to be there because of COVID, so they're like working with the backup coaches. And so I don't know what to take from this game. I don't feel good about the Buccaneers. Like I don't feel better about them. They still disappoint me in a lot of ways. And I think maybe they yeah. could um maybe even lose this upcoming week against Atlanta, who played the Chiefs very tough and should have sent that game to overtime at least. But um, this game, the Buccaneers, I mean, you just destroy a bad Lions team who didn't even have their coaches there. So I'm not sure what to take away from this game because, I mean, you look good on the stat sheet. That first half was insane. But, you know, the opponent wasn't up to par with who you're going to face in just the next coming weeks. So uh, what can you take from this game, really? I know the only really real talent they have is Galladay, which, who's injury-prone, but I definitely don't think he'll, the Lions will re-sign him. And whoever he does sign to, and if he's healthy – I'm thinking the Eagles. I could picture Galladay on the Eagles for some reason. I could picture that. That will be, I think, a good fit with the new quarterback, Jalen Hurts. Another great connection. Um, TJ Hawkinson is a great, great piece there. Um, AP is a great mentor for DeAndre Swift. But, um, yeah, I think they should clean house, trade as much as they can. I think they need to start the rebuild. Um, Okuda was out for this season. Um, he, he got on, on injury reserve a couple weeks ago. But they used Chase Daniels and David Blauf, 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 yeah, yeah, and then Matthew Stafford. When I seen that notification that he was injured, I was like, I'm a hundred percent for sure he's faking it so he can just not play the Buccaneers. I would too, but I'm not judging his character. That's a joke. Uh, Matthew Stafford does have a lot of heart. Moving on to the the Arizona Cardinals, who lost to the 49ers, and the Cardinals needed this game for them to um 
at least clinch a spot, but they did not clinch. Kyler Murray got injured early. 49ers executed on a lot of mistakes. Um, Cardinals need a lot of scenarios we're going to talk about a little later. But uh, 49ers, 6-9, and nine, just, uh, is a great divisional game. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm concerned about the Cardinals, though, and Kyler Murray not being able to get things going. He got injured at the end of this game. I didn't even really realize that. I didn't even know about it. So um, after a hot start from the Cardinals, especially around the midseason point, I think they've really um, went downhill. I think Kyler Murray's been battling some injuries. He doesn't look the same. He also had a shoulder injury a, a month ago about. And I feel like when he first sustained that one, that was like the first major injury he had this year. And I think that it just changed everything for the Cardinals because uh, he he just wasn't running the ball um, a lot. He ran the ball a lot this game, but from the span uh, from when he first sustained that shoulder injury, um, there were a couple of weeks where he was just not part of that offense. And then yeah. uh, this offense now is just not as explosive as it used to be. He's dropping back 50 times um, and only completing – completions on the average of 4.9 yards. So, you know, this is not a downfield attack. Um, his carries, though, eight carries for 75 yards, that's still very much healthy. He's getting back to back to where he was and how the Cardinals offense was, like, shooting on all c- cylinders earlier this year. But now it's just different. I know it was a S- San Francisco 49ers team that, you know, they're still respectable on defense for sure and a division game. So, um, you know, maybe the Cardinals – just faced an opponent that just knows them too well. But I would like to see them get back to their explosive ways and get things going again. I, lo- I want to see DeAndre Hopkins get back into the touchdown column and uh, back into the over 100 yards per game column. But uh, this game, they were just all around shut down. Yeah, I, I thought Kyle Murray was going to be MVP or even Offensive Player of the Year. Um, my, those two guys I predicted were Matt Ryan and Kyle Murray. I'm completely off. Um, on those ones, just so much things happened this this year. But um, yeah, it's a little disappointing, and um, um, they need to they, if they want a playoff spot, um, they definitely need to um, bring their A game, a game. This next game, I am so excited to talk about. I was in a I was in the same room with a Raider fan, the Miami Dolphins versus the Las Vegas Raiders. Now, if you did not watch this game, <laughs> go on YouTube and click. Try to um, screen pass all the memes and all the all the bad stuff, and actually look on the highlights on NFL.com. The Raiders were the Raiders were. They, oh, I don't know where to start. The Raiders could have scored a touchdown, like Todd Gurley should have done. He they, he kneeled at the one yard line. They kneeled it to run off as much clock as they can, kicked a field goal. Yeah. Oh, Ryan Fitzpatrick got put in after Tua was struggling. He just he looks too stiff. I don't think he's game ready, and I've been saying that since he started. I'm glad to see him, but I, he's just not game ready. Fitz Magic, the bearded god, comes in, throws for 182 yards on 9 of 13 passing and a touchdown. The touchdown came off. Oh, I mean, not the touchdown. The the play before regulation. They they got they uh they're driving they're driving. Fitz oh the the touchdown was to Gusecki, if I'm not mistaken. That was a great touchdown. Um. This magic got his head turned sideways, and he still bombed it. Blown coverage, receiver caught it, inbounds at the twenty-five yards. They get into field goal range as time expires. The most Raider shit <laughs> ever, and I love it. Love to see it. Love to see. Oh yeah, it. I definitely love to see it as well because you know we don't like seeing our division rivals win and seeing them just explode and implode at the end of the season two years in a row. That's a good feeling. I can't help but wonder, though, 
what this Dolphins team would look like if Ryan Fitzpatrick just started the whole season. Like, what their record he would should've. be. He really he probably should have, honestly. I don't doubt the decision. Like, I don't, I'm not, you know, uh, in disagreement with starting Tua because, you know, he's he's your first round draft pick and, you know, you want him to get that experience. And I think that experience that he got was very valuable. But the offense just looks so much better with Ryan Fitzpatrick in there. He knows um, where to place the ball, he knows when to take those chances. And uh, it's just, it's just a difference in veteran and a rookie right there. And I don't, I don't blame Tua for playing the way he is because he's just making those decisions that he, that, uh, you know, he wants that clean pocket and then want to make the, make sure that the throws are too wide open receivers. But Ryan Fitzpatrick was uh, a mastermind in placing the ball in places where only his receiver could get it. And you could just tell immediately just by looking at the stat sheet, uh, Tua dropped back seven or 22 times, 17 to 22, 94 yards and a touchdown. Ryan Fitzpatrick, only 9 of 13, but 182 yards and a touchdown. Uh, just the yeah. vertical attack is non-existent with Tua in there. And I don't know, moving forward now, about the Dolphins and their playoff scenario because I could totally see Ryan Fitzpatrick being called upon again in the playoffs. And he should. maybe it'll, it should just be him in the playoffs at this point because I don't think Tua is ready to lead you anywhere. And I think Ryan Fitzpatrick has the, you know, the game opportunity, the the management skills to maybe possibly lead this team, who's been playing great on defense all year, to an uh, AFC championship appearance. I mean, it, this team is is missing um, their vertical attack. And Ryan Fitzpatrick, he brings uh, a lot more to the table right now. Yeah, um, I think, I mean, he's been on 12, te- 12 different teams, half the league. He's been in half the league. And... And um, I don't know how much playoff appearances he has. I should, I should know that because I'm such a big fan. But um, I think he he's the be- he's better off in the playoffs if they do, which we'll talk about a little later if they're going to make it or not because it's going to be very interesting. Um, AFC is just like the West in the NBA, and the NFC is like the East. Like you can get negative and still make the playoffs. Moving on to the Indianapolis Colts, who fell short against the Steelers. I really wanted the Colts to win. Um, it was one of my legs and my parlays, but all my other legs fell, so it didn't really matter. Like every single week, um, Philip Rivers threw a, a, a. He was trying to force it through a uh, interception towards the end. The Philip Rivers we're kind of used to. It kind of hurt me saying that right now and seeing it. Uh, I don't think the Steelers are that great. Still, the run game they had a total of twenty-two yards. You're telling me this team is going to the playoffs with an average about like less than fifty yards per game. Um, it's not going to cut it. Ben Roethlisberger did go off. Juju still hasn't hasn't surpassed 100 yards in his career, but he does have 96 yards. He has more TikTok videos still at this point. Right receivers, there's a lot of talent there. I'm still not convinced. At 12 and three, um, they they snapped their three game losing streak. I'm still not convinced. I'll still take this 10 and five Colts team over the Steelers team in any. If they rematch, out, I think the Colts will win. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, it wasn't Pittsburgh, and that affects a lot of things. And it was was a game of two halves, really, because uh, Pittsburgh comes in the first half, only scores seven, but scores 21 in the second half and only allows three points, shuts out the Colts in the fourth quarter. Um, This is unacceptable if you're a Colts fan, and you got to just be able to pour pour it on. This is an issue for the Colts because they're not a team to typically uh, run up the score, and they probably should have in this game. They definitely should have, and they needed to, but – uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers, it was just another classic Mike Tomlin game, really. I mean, he gets his team going uh, late 
uh, comes out of the locker room in the second half, and it's just a completely different Steelers team. And what a game to get back on track. But you got to be a little bit concerned about, you know, starting off the gate, stumbling out of the gate and uh, playing very slowly in the beginning. And, you know, this game very well could have been out of hand. But you're very lucky that the Colts don't have a very explosive offense. And, you know, the Steelers benefited. But they did play and step up in the second half. So, uh, you know, they, they deserve some credit. But Indy was was marching down the field late in the game. And on a fourth and eight, I think it was, uh, I think it was Mo Ali Cox dropped uh, one of the passes. And it was a little high. And they needed it to convert. But, you know, the Colts were right there to steal this game and steal back again. So um, there's a lot of pointing and 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 uh things you could look at on both sides on both teams and say that they need to improve on and fix before the playoffs but this may have been a playoff preview right here yeah i would love to see a rematch of this um in the aoc championship what i think the colts could do it i really want the to get a ring next game um the the falcons almost creeped up and forced the game in overtime if it wasn't for oh, our man. boy young way young ho cool <laughs> Everyone was gassing them up like, oh, Charger fan. I'm, I, I love the kid. Don't get me wrong. I, well, I kind of hate the kid, but I'm glad, you know, he found a different spot in Atlanta. But all these fans were just like, oh, man, the Chargers are dumb for letting him go. Well, look what happened. When it came down to it, he couldn't do it. That kind of rhymed. Um, he missed a game-time field goal as time expires, but the Falcons, man, they're hard-hitting defense. We talk about their defense almost every single week. It's so hard-hitting, and – um, they forced Patty Mahomes to throw 44 times. He only completed 24. Um, they, uh, Kelsey was targeted 13, only caught seven. He did have 98 yards and a touchdown, but they were, they were forcing Mahomes to make some tough passes. And Mahomes hasn't been, uh, this, his stat sheet says a lot, um, a lot different, but if you watch him play, he doesn't look the same. I mean, it, and NFL defenses adapt and a lot of these defenses are adapting to him and he's not the perfect Mahomes. You guys think he is. There's a lot of passes. Um, you have to watch him play because if you just look on paper, it would be like, oh, yeah, he only has five interceptions all year or some shit like that, you know. But, like, he'd he be making some really bad throws he used to make last year, and he would complete, but he just looks a little, a little off, not as so perfect as NFL analysts and sports center and ESPN gas him up to be. Talented player, don't get me wrong, but uh, he's, not so, he's also not a great receiver because he also um, got mossed on <laughs> By Sammy Watkins through an interception. He's 0 for 2 as his career, um, targeted twice and no catches with an interception as a receiver. So um, he tweeted about it too. He's pretty cool uh, for, for doing that. Um, but uh, yeah, the Falcons almost made it close. That's just what they do, man. They just <laughs> fourth quarter, You're man. Right, that is what they do. It is so weird, especially in the back half of the season, playing these good teams, very tough. And Matt Ryan had a great game against a team that I actually think that Kansas City's secondary is um, not bad at all. But Matt Ryan, 27-35, 277, averaging 8.6 yards per completion and two touchdowns. I mean, that's very solid against this Chiefs defense. Calvin Ridley had a big game as well. And you know that they stopped um, Kansas City a lot during this game. It was tied 7-7 at halftime. And also just the way that the Falcons were playing on defense, something about um, the Falcons team uh, definitely changed Raheem Morris. Uh, we've been saying it for the past couple of weeks, and I think it actually, you know, might happen. I think that his job might be saved. Um, the interim head coach upgraded to a actual head coach permanently or for the foreseeable future, you know, indefinitely. And uh, he might even get somewhere exactly. else. Exactly. So I think that this is a kind of 
a special moment because this doesn't happen too often where an interim head coach comes in and turns the team around, it feels like, especially at the end of the season. And this is a Falcons team that always plays so hard at the end of the season, too. They did this last year as well when they started off so bad. But um, this is this is actually very impressive. This is an impressive game because no one could really hold the Chiefs to 17, especially the division rivals of the Chiefs in the AFC West where they're built or at least trying to build uh, teams that could sl- slow down Mahomes. And uh, this is actually really impressive right here. And if someone could take away the blueprint of what Atlanta did and um, try to replicate that in the playoffs, I think Kansas City may be in trouble. And, and I think that team that could do that um, actually is Pittsburgh and maybe even Buffalo, um, especially with how Buffalo's defense is playing lately. So uh, this was such an interesting game. And, and it really was, uh, you know, it's going to fly under the radar and be forgotten, but it really shouldn't be. Yeah, Raheem Morris, if he's not, I think if he, if he's not head coach at the Falcons, which I think he will stay, I think he'll make a great head coach somewhere else. He's a very d- defensive-led um, head coach. Uh, he was defensive coordinator, if I'm, yeah. I'm correct, right? We, Yeah, I think he should stay there because I think he has something special there. I think they should draft heavy, heavy defense. I mean, Carolina Panther yeah. heavy, like all of them. They, I think Todd Gurley, uh, I don't think he's, I think he might be out of the door. Just in, in general in his career, is such to say because he was, what, the leading rusher and fantasy point leader and running backs two years ago. It's crazy to say that, you know, look where he's at now. But same thing with Le'Veon Bell. They were the top two running backs a couple years ago. Now look at them. Um, I just don't think it fits. It was cool homecoming party. But they might, I don't know, if, you know injury. He's just, he doesn't look explosive. And Ido Smith and Brian Hill look like they're doing a better job than Todd Gurley. So, Keep your eye on that in the offseason as well. Moving on, the Chicago Bears. You know who? What's that? Who's the analyst? The Hurt? Colin Coward. He does the Hurt. Colin Coward put the Chicago Bears in his top 10 teams this year. Like right now, recently. That, yeah, I seen, I should have liked it on Instagram and go back and try to find it. But it was an IGTV and he put the, I forgot what team he put in front. Or behind the Bears. And it blew my mind and I was upset. Coward has the worst takes. He pisses me off all the time. They're either the worst takes or he's speaking some knowledge and he's preaching. It's it's never – there's no middle. Stephen A. Smith is the god. He He's perfect. Um, anyways, Chicago Bears, man, 41-17. to 17, This Gaguar team, the only good news out of this, they, they clinched the first seed. Should they get Trevor Lawrence is the real question. But I'm thinking Mac Jones. Who? <laughs> Mac Jones, my guy is uh, Trevor Lawrence. I think is really overhyped, and statistically, Matt Jones is better. And I think he might even win Heisman. Him or Devon Harris? I can't remember his first name. It, it has a apostrophe in it. I know, but Harris from Alabama. I think. Goddamn, I don't know his name. I, I'm I'm barely brushing up on my college knowledge. Um, but Trevor Lawrence missed a couple games due to COVID, so that's why his stats are a little lower. But Mac Jones is so underrated. I, I, I think he has contention for the first-round um, pick, I, or first pick overall. I really think so. I mean, I think he might even win Heisman. I think he's above Trevor Lawrence, but I think Trevor Lawrence is going to win it due to all the hype and Clemson and media and politics and shit. But uh, Mac Jones is looking great, and I don't know if Garden, I don't think Garden Minshew, I like his energy. I like, you know, he's wearing short shorts and wrestling alligators and shit. He belongs in Florida, <laughs> for sure. I think they should give him another shot, and I need to beef up that offensive line and get some defense so they could give him a chance. But uh, I can't, we'll talk about it in the offseason, but just a quick quick question. You don't have to go too much. Trevor Lawrence or Mac Jones, 
That's the first question. Second question is to the Jaguars well, draft. I haven't even done any of my college research, draft. so you're putting me on the spot here. Matt Jones, cool name. I thought you were saying Mike Jones, so I, I don't know anything about this guy. Um, so Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> Trevor Lawrence but seems like to be the safe pick anyway. But um, Jacksonville is so weird because they they are effectively tanking, and, and um, this week going into it, they were – they didn't know who was going to start this game. It was either going to be Gardner or Mike Lennon, and they were rotating first-team snaps in practice between the two. So they were definitely tanking. So they they have their decision um, pretty much made up, I feel like. And uh, going to this game real quick, uh, this is just a weird game. I mean, Chicago, 30-plus points in how many weeks now? Is it four in a row? Uh, they scored 41 now. I mean, this is a team that maybe they can make some noise in the playoffs no, if they no, could get this going. I'm not, I'm not convinced. I'm not, I'm, I'm not convinced either because I don't like Trubisky, but at the same time, if They're you could, dealt with him, yeah. And, and you could get production out of Allen Robinson, who is your wide receiver one, um, having games like this, 10 receptions for over a hundred, but, but it, look at the last, look at their last opponents. Look at the last opponents. You said they scored 30 points the last three games, Jaguars, Lions and Vikings. Yeah. Yeah. And but then it, the Texans, and then they lost to the Packers who they versed next week. I'm just saying. Not convinced. I'm not convinced. I'm, I'm not. just after calling them frauds all year. <laughs> to calling them frauds all year, um, they're still I mean, frauds. Yeah, maybe, but Trubisky is giving them a better chance than Nick Foles has. When also, I agree with you on that point. Yes. Also, just it's on it's on the par for the timeline. Like I think he just came in this last four weeks, and and so he hasn't had an opportunity to you know prove himself against a good team. Uh, let's just see what happens. This Chicago Bears team, they I mean uh, guys all over that deserve a chance to be in the playoffs like Khalil Mack and and uh like Allen Robinson. Mack. So Eddie Jackson. Yeah, Eddie Jackson. so let's see what happens. I mean, this is a team that just saying that's just saying fuck it and uh you know, maybe they could steal a game. I could totally see them stealing a, a round one game. Well, we'll talk about scenarios and who they might might match up with later, but I'm not convinced. Maybe I just do not like Trubisky that much. I just don't like them that much. I think that's what it is. I'm, I'm my bias is taking advantage of me. Um, so the next game we got the Cincinnati Bengals and JJ Watt, and the only best thing that came out of this was JJ Watt's post game um, conference speech rant, dude. He said, "I don't want to, I don't want to paraphrase because I don't remember by heart." Did you see it? No, no, no. But I want to hear what he said. Uh, he's like, um, "If you don't come in every day, work hard, then you don't deserve to be on the field." Um, stuff like that. And then he's okay. like, "People pay to see us play." And, like, I forgot what he was regarding. I think he was regarding about, like... Uh, Maybe he was calling out a few teammates. I, I forgot what he was regarding, but it's like, people put their time and effort in. We get paid handsomely for us to, like, go out there and play. I forgot what it was regarding, but it was, like, emotional as hell. The context wasn't there. I th- uh, A lot of Instagram posts I follow, they just put the press conference up there. It was, like, a three slides of him just going off, and I was like, damn, like... It's, he's really hurting, and, like, he's such a great person, too. He donated a lot of money to, like, Hurricane Relief. Um, I think it was last year in that area. Like, he's such uh, – I, I know he's going to stay as Houston Texan for life because he's just built into the franchise at this point. But it was really insp- inspirational. You should definitely watch that that video of him just, just, just going off. It was really, um, really nice. Cincinnati Bengals, man. <laughs> man. I don't know what to think about this Cincinnati Bengals team, man. They put up 37. <laughs> I don't know if it was the Texans' bad defense or they just caught slipping or is Ryan Finley a goat? Like, who's Joe Burrow? Just kidding. That's what I'm putting. Well, I'm going a little too crazy. Rewind. But, uh, yeah, the Cincinnati came out 4-10. and 10. Um, I, I don't know, man. Or it was Brandon Allen who started 371 yards. No Joe Mixon. No Joe Mixon next week, too. 
Uh, Shamari Pernier was a leading uh, rusher. T. Higgins, that's a great uh, talent you got there. A.J. Green is definitely out the door. We'll talk about that um, in the offseason podcast. But the Texans, man, I predicted it. David Johnson, I didn't think he was going to have 128 yards and a touchdown. Yeah. But the Bengals got it done, man. Damn, it's crazy. It is crazy. I mean, this was one of the better games that David Johnson had his whole year. And I think that, the only good game he probably, had year. and uh, it comes in a losing effort. So maybe that's probably what JJ Watt was talking about. Um, just maybe people around the team failed when they've had uh, season high performances from a lot of people. Brandon Cooks seven receptions for one forty one and a touchdown. He had a fifty yard long target. Like, are you kidding me? Um, so there's there's a lot of production in this box score, but you fall short to a Bengals team that now. Um, there's talks about Zach Taylor's job actually being being fine, and he'll come back for next year. Um, maybe I mean makes sense. He had Joe Burrow playing at a high level, and also, you know, these last few games where they've won, excuse me, um, a huge one against the Steelers last week, and uh, I think maybe that just changed a lot of things, a lot of you know recency bias. But the the games at the end of the season always um have more weight. And, uh, you know, they have some big wins as well. They won against the Titans. And who can remember that uh, a month yeah. ago? So uh, this is a, a weird Bengals team that has some some things to look forward to. I mean, T. Higgins, six receptions for 99. And Alex Erickson, who's that? I mean, they're getting it done with a lot of uh, Joe Schmoes on the street, you know? Yeah. Uh, J.J. Watt was referring to uh, how they regroup to next week. And the the biggest thing, that, the, the, what biggest thing he said, if you, don't, if you can't put the work in, you should not be here. Uh, so it's along with those lines. Yeah, straight facts. Preach, period, boo. So um, moving on to the next game. We're going to skim right through these ones. The Giants fell short to the Ravens because, of course, not even going to want to hear Lucas rebuttal on that one because I don't want to hear no more about the Ravens and the Giants. Moving on to the Jets. The Jets, Jets, Jets. First draft, first overall draft pick, nope. They don't care. They just want to win. Frank Gore surpassed 15,000 yards, the third player to do it. Can he get to 20,000? Probably not because he's out this week with a contusion in his lung. Um, oh Might have been his last game. I'm so glad he got surpassed 15. The, what, they, there's so much nickname for him. Um, oh, I, there's, I can't think of any, but I watched a video of uh, Frank Gore's all his nicknames. He's like Shaq yeah, with all the nicknames. But uh, Inconvenient Browns, Truth. That's one of them. Yeah. <laughs> The damn, I'm gonna look him up while you're while you're when I hear your um, rebuttal. Uh, the Cleveland Browns did not have no wide receivers, all due to COVID. Um, so Jamarcus Bradley um, had five yards, six or five receptions, sixty yards. They used Austin Hooper, like I said, they should use those tight ends. David Njoku um, only had twenty six yards. Harrison Bryant only had thirty seven. The rookie, um, they need to use these tight ends, and I thought this would have been the perfect game because all the re- all the receivers are out. But when you got Kareem Hunt, Bradley Chubb. Who didn't do much on the ground, but they got the touchdowns. But uh, the Jets' defense is looking good, um, and uh, it's weird to say that the Jets won. Sam Donald um, might be this. I think he's playing with his heart because he wants to be a starting quarterback next year, not a backup. Yeah. Do you think that maybe he's you know making a case to keep him? I don't know. I mean, I, the... that's what I'm saying. I I think they might. Um, the way he's been playing, it's not the best, but it, they're getting wins. So I think it's going to be like a coin toss, especially I mean, with the way that they don't have the number one pick anymore. So, um, well, they got there's there's Mac Jones, Trevor Lawrence, and there's some other guys out there that are worth one or two. I think if Mac Jones doesn't go first, and the Jets are looking for a quarterback, he's going second for sure. Yeah, I mean this is that crazy. Inconvenient truth. There, there's one inconvenient truth. 
um that's 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 a fun, that's a funny name yeah i just looked it up right now um what the hell but the jets i mean I, what can i say i mean stopping a browns team that you know they were depleted because of covid and all that stuff but uh this is so weird you start the season 0 13 and now your two two game win streak to close it out and uh you just, you just bounce yourself out of the number one pick i think that's just hilarious um very jets of you and then the browns you got to be so disappointed especially with the way that the other games uh went that week uh this was a huge opportunity to take a leap in the seating and now uh you're fighting for your playoff life and you're probably getting set up to be embarrassed because what if you lose to mason rudolph we'll talk about that in a second yeah um another nickname uh vice president al gore or vice president gore but did you know gore's been in the league for for ages he he was drafted the same year youtube was created oh, wow Put that, put that, yeah, that happened. Um, yeah, so we'll talk about the the playoff contentions and all that stuff a little later. Not too much because I I, wa- I can't wait to get into offseason stuff. It's like my favorite part of the season, offseason. Uh, Washington fell short to Carolina Panthers. They did release Dwayne Haskins um, as of uh, yesterday, if I'm not mistaken, or Monday. They released Dwayne Haskins, and they're going with um, uh, what's what's his name? Alex Smith. Oh, Ty- Tyler Winhickey. It's the the. Remember, I was talking mm, before yeah. the podcast about a guy. Is this guy Ty- Taylor Winhickey? He threw for 137 yards and a touchdown. Dwayne Haskins threw for 154 and two interceptions. Um, remember when Dwayne Haskins says the NFL don't mess up, or I think it's not the the, oh, yeah. NFL, the the league don't don't mess up. Um, they did mess up for drafting you. Uh, yeah, Tyler Taylor Winhickey. Hi. Gonna win next week for the division? Oh man, you can't make this shit up, man. You can't. Carolina Panthers got to win. Um, Teddy B didn't do too much. The receivers, uh, Curtis Samuel. I had Roby Anderson in my fantasy, who I won Lucas with. We'll talk about that Friday. Um, he did have a touchdown, thank God. Um, but uh, the Carolina Panthers are missing McCaffrey, and I think they should go draft heavy in defense again because they got all the offensive pieces. Uh, they need some more tackles and guards and just defense. Jeremy Chin is a great addition to that defense. Free safety rookie, I think. And then uh Gro- Gross Montos. Oh yeah. Not not I thought he would do a little better in Derek Brooks. Not Derek Brooks. Is Derek Brooks? Yeah, Derek Brooks. Those are some gun young guys that will develop um next year, not so much this year. Um they definitely need to draft heavy uh heavy defense though next year. Again? Carolina again. Again, all all fucking seven. Get fourteen picks and draft all defense. Fuck it. Yeah, we'll see what happens with them. They're a team that's um moving in in a direction that Matt Rule wants them to. I think Matt Rule, you know, no more questions. His job is yeah, I think, yeah, I yeah. think um, first year was pretty good. Um, Washington, though, you're in a position to, you know, get get the one seed in the in the division this coming week. You dropped the ball here against Carolina. You couldn't get things going um, offensively, you know. But Tyler Heineke or whatever his name, how do you pronounce his name? Um, he came in and he played way better than Dwayne Haskins did. So. He might have an opportunity here to do it this week, but I think Alex Smith is going to be starting this week for Washington. So this is going to be a whole different offense, um, a lot more explosive, and I think they could get things done. Antonio Gibson needs to get things going again. Um, he's a real big center centerpiece of this offense, but if he gets it going, uh, I think that this team can maybe steal a game. Uh, do they not have Tyler or uh, Taylor McLaurin, T- Terry McLaurin anymore? Because I don't see him on the stat list. Um, I think he's injured or COVID, one of those. <sighs> but they need him back. And t- when Hickey is taking first team reps. Oh wow. Okay. We'll see what he got. He was let's see, let's look at his career. 
I don't know too much about this guy. Oh, no career. Just versus Panthers. Yeah, rookie out of... Uh, what what team is that? Old Dominican Old Dominican University. Where wherever that's at, I don't know. I was thinking Puerto Rico. Uh, <laughs> all right. I mean, yeah. all right. The Cowboys beat the Philadelphia Eagles thirty-seven to seventeen, and the Cowboys think again they won the Super Bowl. And you know what frustrates me so much with this Eagles team? Jalen Hurts had a great connection with Deshaun Jackson. You we all probably forgot he was on that team. 81 yards for a touchdown. Do it again. I mean, they only he only had one reception. He was the leading receiver. I don't understand why they don't take more big shots. Jalen Hurts got the arm. He got some mobility. He could get out of the pocket. He ran for 69 yards. Nice. Um, <laughs> and I think he could do it. I, I don't know the offensive coordinator for the Eagles. I was I was on there. I was with them these last couple weeks. But damn, to the Cowboys now, the Cowboys have a chance to win. Um, it was a winner out game for for these two teams. Believe it or not, whoever won has a um, has a chance. Whoever lost is eliminated. So the Cowboys still have a chance. So Cowboys fans are just going nuts with their Jason Witten jerseys and their fucking Steve, not Steve Young. Um, what's the other quarterback? Drew Blood. No, who the fuck was the quarterback? Tony Romo. I mean, Tony Romo's Titan commercials though. Every time I mention Tony Romo, I gotta put some respect on his acting and his <laughs> skills, dog. Every time I see Tony Romo, I'm I'm either drinking the Corona or going to buy a Corona. So facts. Shout out to Corona. <laughs> shout out to, Tom, to Tony Romo. Straight facts. Yeah, shout out to the Cowboys who are turning their season around. I guess. I mean, having a chance to go to the playoffs. Not, but, don't don't turn. Well, but you know what? Around, even though they're six, even though they're six and nine in the same record as the Chargers, and don't I'm not trying to compare the damn two, but turning it around. I mean, I guess. I hate the Cowboys. Well, I think I'm, I'm I'm too biased. Well, for the standards for that division, yeah, they're turning it around. Oh, yeah, yeah. For their standards, yeah, they're winning. <laughs> but I don't think they're going to do anything in the playoffs. I really don't want to see them in the playoffs. I'd really rather see Washington. I, I think Washington is a much better team. Anyway, maybe not much better because the records are trash. But, you know, I think Chase Young, I, yeah, man. I, I, love, I, love what they, uh, I love what they're doing over there. I think their def- def- defense could just really win games for them. So, uh, the Cowboys, though, getting things done with Andy Dalton, I thought that Andy Dalton would have gotten a lot more uh, production earlier, like right when he got put in for Dak Prescott. But yeah. it just took too long for this Cowboys team. But they're looking explosive, um, especially on the stat sheet. Three players with over 100 yards. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott, 105. Michael Gallup, 121. Mari Cooper, I know, right, finally, with 121 as well. So uh, this is something that they've – really missed because this is what they were looking like early on before Dak uh, went down. And if they could get something like this going, though, consistently, this is um, a recipe for success because their offense is very hard to match up against. But they just have not been um, on 10 at all. They've been having miscues, fumbles, interceptions, sacks, you name it. And um, so they're just so dysfunctional. And they're a team that just probably benefited from a beat-up Eagles team who are always beat up. Yeah, and um, the... The Cowboys offensive line, who was the, probably the best offensive line last year, all injured. Um, you got Andy Dalton. I mean, you go, there are only so much you could do. Their talent, though, on receiving core is great. Defensively, though, um, like their highest-rated receiver or highest-rated cornerback is like 76 on Madden. Um, I mean, it's it's just they need to draft heavy defense. Linebackers need to get healthy and get back to it. Um, and they could – I don't want to say win the division, but knowing – this division, they probably can. But Washington has a really bright future. Build around Chase Young. Build around – get a franchise quarterback. Um, I don't know if Alex Smith probably win comeback player of the year if 
someone said Ben Roethlisberger. I almost had a heart attack when someone said Ben Roethlisberger's comeback player of the year. Um, I was like, what? But, um, yeah, I think they need a franchise quarterback. They might draft quarterback, but um, not too high like Haskins. Um, moving on to the, the Rams, who Jared Goff broke his thumb. He broke his thumb. He just had surgery. He is out for next week. Who's the starter? Who did you say? Oh, I have. I, I, actually, I have it right here. Their starter is six foot one. <laughs> oh, I thought it had his pounds. Damn, I wish they did. Two twelve. That's what I'm guessing. Um, you might know him from the AAF, at, also known as the what is it called? The American Alliance Football League. <laughs> Played for the Arizona Hotshots. The one, the only John. Wolford. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what? For the division. Winning for the division, putting in this guy. Can he do it? I mean, he, he's known for a 275-yard, four-touchdown night as a hot shot in the short-lived Alliance of American Football. That's what it was. Alliance of American Football. Yeah. Um, before That was before the XFL. You remember that? Yeah, that was a while ago. Man. He had some um, preseason highlights, too, so they have something to look forward to. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 he had one I really mean, nice play. Look at all the backup quarterbacks. This is probably – this is a record for most backups playing in a year, for sure. There has to you be – think so? I thought last year was most... fucking crazy. No, this year, look at Jake Lawton, uh, Brandon Allen, this guy, Tyler – Taylor Winhickey, Dwayne Haskins, Mariota. Uh, Herbert was a backup. I mean, the list goes on. Wright and Finley. Uh, who else? Did... Well, also last year, too. Blank, Blank Gabber, Andy Dalton. There's no way more backups played last there were year, multiple, year. There were multiple There's teams no that went down to the third string. I mean, it, I mean the Colts. I, I, you know what? Next week, I'll okay. fact check that, and I will All have right. the answer for you. But go John uh, Wolford. Go John Wolford. But they did fall short to the uh, Seattle. They're just not looking explosive. Anywhere, anywhere on the field, and it's going to be pretty bad. They're nine and six. Their defense bells them out a lot. Seahawks didn't even look that great either, really. Um, it was a defensive game, but the Rams, I think, are going to be in big trouble next week. Um, but they're versus Arizona, who I mean, they're both trending down. So we'll talk about that later. But a uh, pretty bad game for Rams. Um, it sucks they lost Jared Goff. They now Rams fans don't think he's worth the money at all. Now they before they weren't. Now they're fully convinced they're not worth the money. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's I like Jared Goff. Uh, I, I kind of I like him. He had a bad game though, and talent. I think that he's just missing these throws. He's not reading the field. I mean, I think he's holding this team back for sure. And um, I, I think so. so. I think so. I mean, this team who has a healthy running game for most of the part of the season, but they're looking at nine and six. This is not good. And they couldn't get the ball in the end zone multiple times in the red zone, and I think they got stomped on fourth down multiple times too. So. They left a lot of plays out on the field and a lot of points out there. And against Seattle, who's been stepping it up a lot, I mean, uh, who would have thought Jamal Adams would have been changing his season around? Um, this is a team that seems to be always heating up around this time. And watch out because getting their defense part involved in these games where they're the reason they're winning these games a lot of the time now is uh, is good. And I think that they, they have an opportunity here to get back on track with their offense um, in this last week right before the playoffs. And they also have an, a scenario to – get things going to get the one seed now. So they have some things working for their, in their favor. Seattle, I feel a lot more confident in them and um, I feel good about them. I feel like how I felt like about the Rams a few weeks ago, because the Rams, I felt 
really good because their defense, Aaron Donald's playing amazing, and they're still playing great, but their offense has really let, let people down. And I think that um, it hasn't been getting better at all. And so this is a really bad signs for the future because I think that they've been figured out ever since they, that Miami game. Um, Jared Goff has been just having a blueprint on him on how to just play against them. Defenses just know how to scheme and, and – He's just been struggling consistently. They got to figure things out. Seattle is just a completely opposite story. They had things to figure out on defense, and they have, but they're a little bit falling off on offense. So I think they could get back on track, though. They got some nice playmakers. Let's, let's see them. Uh, let's see them get back on track. Because if they do, I think you could write them for the NFC Championship. I could totally see it. Yeah, uh, when you got Russell Wilson, you're never out of the picture. That dude just—I'm telling you, dude, play future. And, and when you when they're playing away. And you'll get to and you'll get in his head. I know it. Um, another uh, here. Um, well, well I, I jump in the gun here. The Tennessee Titans lost fourteen of forty. They even took Ryan Tannehill and Logan Woodside, another backup who played this 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 year. Um, went zero for two, but doesn't matter. Uh, Derrick Henry did ninety eight yards. Ryan Tannehill rushed for a touchdown. But God damn, Devontae Adams. I he's number one receiver in the league. I mean, this dude. You got one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Best with Devontae Adams, dude. In the snow, maybe had a lot to do with it. And then A.J. Dillon, dude, is built different. It's like a mini Shaquan Barkley. This dude is pretty big. 124 yards, two touchdowns. Aaron, and then Aaron Jones had 90, you're 94 yards. You're telling me two runner backs almost had at 100 yards. One had 100, one had 94. One averaging 9.4, and the other averaging six yards per carry. That's insane. Devontae Adams, though, no question about it. Dude is a bad man. And you got the bad man himself throwing it to him. Packers are looking dangerous right now. Aaron Rodgers might even that might even sealed the MVP for him right there. Um, dude, the Packers are looking scary defensively. They finally stepped up. Finally, only held them to 14 teams. The explosive Derrick Henry and Tannehill to 14 points. That was pretty impressive. Um, Green Bay, I'm I'm rooting for Green Bay in these playoffs, man. They're looking great. Dude, you said it. They have so many playmakers out here. Devontae, A.J. Dillon, Aaron Jones, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, this is scary because these are all players that have been turning it up. And, uh, you know, for the playoffs to look like this, 40-14 uh, to 14 against a playoff team in the Titans who could go far in the AFC, uh, this was an impressive win all around. And I think that Aaron Jones or Aaron Rodgers has the MVP locked up for sure now. Um, he probably has to have a crazy terrible game in Week 17 to give it up and lose it. But... The Packers team, they they do look like they're ready for the playoffs here in playoff mode. Tennessee, I wonder how bad the snow affected them. Uh, it looked like they, the snow was melting, though, for most of the game. So I don't know if uh, it affected both teams as much. Obviously, the Packers played much better, but you just don't know. But when you don't have the running game going uh, like, like they would want to, I mean, Derrick Henry, I know it looks good with 98 yards, but he got a lot of those in the second half, and that's when – he gets a lot of these yards anyway. He loves to turn it up late in the game. And as the game goes on, eventually he just beats you up and he'll start running the ball all over. But when you get down early like this, you cannot get your running game going. Um, and it's not going to be a big factor as much as if it was a closer game. And you could see that Tennessee is just not a good passing team. They need that play action and uh, they didn't get things going. They don't have a receiver for over 45 yards. So you know, I'm I'm a little scared if this is the way to beat Tennessee because if they find themselves fall behind early in the playoffs, I don't know if they can match up well. And and you know, this is just a, a an example of that. Yeah, it's gonna be tough for the Titans. They really got to um, 
turn things around if they want to go far in the um, AFC, which I think they can. Moving on to this next game, it was almost sad to see. I did win the bet that the, the um, New, New England Patriots do not win more than eight games. My hair is saved. Thank God. I could be a Russ impersonator still. Um, the Buffalo Bills and my boy, my MVP in fantasy. I don't want to get too much in fantasy. I don't want to shove it in Lucas' face, but I am. The Stephon Diggs, my guy. I needed eight points from him. He gave me 40. Just slap a 40 bomb on me. 145 yards, three touchdowns. Allen. <laughs> and then the run game combined looked great. Josh Allen, it, 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 I think it's in between Aaron Rodgers and Josh Allen at this point. Went perfect. Four touchdowns, no interceptions. The Patriots, oh, my God. I, I'm so happy to see the Patriots had a combined of 78 yards with two quarterbacks and only five receivers caught the ball. Six. six no, five. I'm, I'm math is hard. Uh, Cam Newton threw for 34, 50, went 50% completion. Then they threw Jared Stidham, who threw for 44. Only person scored a touchdown on this one was Cam Newton on the ground. Cam Newton said himself he doesn't want to go out like this. He was only on a one-year contract. First question to you, my good friend, Lucas. Cam Newton have a job with the Patriots? If not, where will he start or be a backup? Second question, Buffalo Bills going to Ooh. Super Bowl. All right, Cam Newton, I don't know if he's going to stay. New England's a team that just – it's so hard to get a feel for what they're going to do in the future. So um, anything's up for grabs. I do feel like he's going to leave, though, and I feel like it's just going to be a mutual parting between him and Belichick. That's what my feeling is, so I'll put my money on that. As far as the Bills going to the Super Bowl – um, they have a chance. They definitely have a chance here, and uh, I wouldn't put it past them. I mean, they're playing great football, obviously, on the offensive side of the ball, but their defense is what the story should really be about because we know what they could do on offense, and if they could get their defense going um, a lot more consistently because they have they've found themselves in some shootouts this year and some some good games, but if they if they could uh, you know get a lot of shutdown performances, especially with their way they're rushing the quarterback and their pass rush, um, this could – Definitely be something that I mentioned earlier, match up well against uh, the Chiefs. And, um, you know, their offense, I would say, is actually a little bit more consistent and more explosive than the Chiefs. So I like the Bills a lot. And putting them in the, play, uh, in the Super Bowl uh, wouldn't surprise me, really. I want the Bills to go. I love their fan base. I say it every time we talk about the Bills. Stephon Diggs, I think they won that trade, to be honest, because that first draft pick, they drafted uh, Jeff Glatney, who um, – is, you know, he's still developing. I think he'll be a great starter. But Stephon Diggs, you know what you got with him. The Minnesota Miracle, the swagger, he just looks great. And then you got Cole Beasley as well. I know those Cowboy fans are missing him because if I was a Cowboy fan, I would be missing him also. But um, looking really great right now. Dude, Cole and, um, Beasley, though, getting I'm hurt right before he was about his first 1,000-yard season. That sucked. I know. I know, man. He, de- I think he, des- he deserves it. Um, he had Tony Romo passing for him for his whole career. Now you got... Josh Allen, potential MVP. I should have had him as MVP in my predictions. All right, moving on to the preview um, part of this one. A lot of great games, a lot of so much scenarios here. Uh, you could get lost in the sauce talking about all these scenarios here. The first one, not too much to have to play. The Buccaneers, um, let's see, let me pull it up here. The Buccaneers have a playoff spot. I think they clinched, if I'm not mistaken. Let's see. The Buccaneers uh, clinched playoffs, so it's all about seeding now. They versed the Falcons. The only way they could move up, if the Saints lose and the Buccaneers win, it'll go from two to five. I think that's the only thing that could happen here that plays a part. 
Um, I'm well, not I think the Saints have the, the like, tiebreaker over them, though, so I think they... But don't they have more divisional wins, though? They go um, by divisional wins, don't they? Oh, shoot. I don't know. I, I think... I think... Let's go scenario. Let's go scenarios here. The scenarios doesn't have them moving at all, so all right. I think they're stuck at the five. Oh, the Bucks yeah, are stuck I think at the they five. They are. NFC. Yeah, they're st- okay. They got the playoff berth. That's why really all that matters, I guess. Yeah. Do you want that to play? Yeah, it looks like there's no scenarios here. I thought they could. New Orleans clinches. Um, it doesn't even have Tampa Bay on here. So yeah. The only way the Saints can move up is with their scenarios. We'll talk later. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, it looks like they're stuck here. I think the Falcons have a chance to upset. I think they might even set um, set some starters out because they, they got a playoff berth. So um, I, I don't know if there's any reports of this that I heard of. Um, Bruce Arians uh, resting resting players. Um, yeah, I don't think I've heard anything that? about it. I've heard about um, Mahomes is going to sit now. And. Oh, uh, no. We're, we're playing to win, not resting starters. Okay, that well, there you go. Me. Well, we'll see, Jeez, especially against so. the Falcons team that's uh, been playing tough lately. So um, I wouldn't be surprised because they have, they kind of match up well against a Bucks team that they only beat up against really bad teams that don't even have their, their coaches on the sidelines. So um, I think the Falcons definitely have an opportunity to upset, but they, they won't mess anything up with the seeding. Uh, okay, so if you had to pick a winner, I could see Atlanta Falcons. That will be tight for parlay of Atlanta Falcons, I know Raheem Morris would love to get this win, a big win under his belt. They're thirst, they're hungry for a belt. I know that. Do I want to call an upset? What are you, what are you thinking? You want? Yeah. You calling the upset? All right. You know, I'll go with you. I'm calling the upset. I'm gonna take the Falcons winning this one. I'm gonna go 27-24. It's gonna be a close one because Tampa Bay they are talented, but I like Atlanta's. I'm gonna go 23-17. Right I, I just like the way Atlanta's been playing, especially on defense, man. So I think they're gonna shock a lot of people. But to those paying attention, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yes, yes, indeed. All right, moving. Um, hold on. 23-17. Yeah. What did you say? 20, 23-17. Okay. Moving on to the. Uh, there's no way. Okay, so the Cowboys. Let's see, let's see if the Cowboys. The Cowboys could clinch. A playoff berth. Let's see what's theirs. I oh, mean, these two scenarios are insane. Los Angeles Rams, Saints, Seahawks, Washington. Oh, they can't. Well, clinch. they, they, yeah. Oh, Dallas Cowboys. Oh, right here, right here. Okay. They could clinch the division with a win and a Washington loss or tie, or a Dallas's tie and a Washington loss. So they need Washington to lose and they need a yeah, win. Yeah, that's the most likely scenario. I think they could maybe do it. I mean, the Giants, they uh, they fell off. I felt good about the Giants earlier. Um, I thought that they maybe would run away with the division. But now um, the Cowboys were pouring it on a lot. I'm not sure if this Giants defense would slow it down. And they're not been scoring at all on offense either. Yeah, they, un- they've been really inconsistent. I like their defense, but they've been have, they have been turning down um, this last couple weeks. Um, one more again, Luke, one more time, Lucas. Yeah. You said 23-17? Sorry. You said tempo, okay. Sorry. I'm trying to look at the last um, time they played the Cow- the Giants a- too. The Cowboys won 37-34. Yeah. But they're way yeah. different teams. They're way two different teams. I'm going to take Dallas in this one. They got momentum. Um, I don't think they'll make the playoffs because Washington is versus the Eagles. That's going to be a great – oh, that's a primetime game. I actually kind of like that too. A lot of people oh, didn't shit. like it. That's going to be – yeah. Uh, really? I kind of like it because this division is so <laughs> trash to see these like – it's like the, 
like the two last kids get picked for a team and they make them <laughs> like fight each other. So that's the kind of scenario I'm getting here. I'm gonna take Dallas winning this one. I don't like picking Dallas, but I think they'll win 24 to to 14. Yeah, I'll take the uh, sorry the Cowboys in this one as well. Uh, 24-14. That sounds like a good score. Um, I think you just I'll, I'll, I'll say 30 to 17. Um, because I think Cowboys might just hit 30 again. So. Wow, you didn't piggyback off my uh, off me. That's yeah, that's my rarity. New Year's resolution usually happens. <laughs> usually happens sixteen times a week. Um, all right, so what did I say? I said twenty-four to seventeen. No, I said twenty-four to fourteen. All right, next game we got Battle of the Northeast. We got the Jets and the Patriots. Um, the way that they threw for well, how much? Yeah. Seventy-eight yards. I said last week. I'm taking the Jets. Jets. Jets in this one. Um, Sam Donald is fighting for a, uh, so they don't draft a quarterback in the first two picks or the second pick. Most, they'll most likely get the second pick. Um, Frank Gore, I know he's out, which sucks, but Ty Johnson, he's a great replacement receivers. I mean, I think these, these, these guys, these defense, Marcus may, this defense is just looking great. I think they will upset. Are they Patriots favorites? Are favored, yeah. No, the Patriots are favorites. I believe I'm taking the Jets to upset the Patriots in this one. I think it's gonna it's gonna be a sad game, twenty one to seven. I'll take the Jets in this one too because they have been playing very good these past couple of weeks. Yeah, two game winning streak, two-game and winning streak. Um, the Patriots are just more consistently bad. So um, they their offense hasn't been clicking, and the way that this defense has been playing, like Mike, like you said, Marcus May, a lot of pass breakups. Um, I'm gonna give them credit, so I'll take the Jets in this one too. I'll say twenty four to ten, something like that. Twenty four thirteen, yeah. All right. Yeah, Marcus May is the man. I trade the kitchen sink for him every time I start a new franchise, which is like every different every day because I'm just, I just hate Madden with a passion. But um, all right, moving on to Minnesota and Detroit. No playoff scenarios here. They're both eliminated, so I think this is uh, Matthew Stafford's audition tape to another team. His his highlight tape is already great. If you need a quarterback in the fourth quarter that have a fighting chance, um, I will go Matthew Stafford over a lot of quarterbacks that are elite. Um, I think he's a top five quarterback when it comes to fourth quarter um, situations. This guy could get it done. He just needs the talent. I don't think he's there. I, as bad as Minnesota's defense is, I think the Detroit Lions offense is worse. Um, you got Dalvin Cook and Justin Jefferson, who is runner-up for rookie of the year, definitely. And he's the first rookie to make a Pro Bowl since Jerry Rice, if I'm not mistaken. It's some crazy stat like that. But they did give Justin Jefferson the Pro Bowl so because he didn't win rookie of the year. That's a theory someone has. A, a Viking fan on Twitter has a theory saying – he should be fucking rookie of the year. Like, you know how biased those Twitter accounts are. They're like 16-year-old kids that have Justin Jefferson or like their favorite player with the Santa <laughs> hat on and their AVI. And they have their age in their bio and they and they don't say they're not affiliated and they have all their three favorite teams from different sports. All different. They're, this kid could be from Chicago. He likes Minnesota, the Dodgers, and the Trailblazers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then, and then their, head, their headers, their three favorite players are their three logos. All edited out, and they do crazy ass highlights. You just called games. out like half of yeah. Twitter right there. I, I called off ninety percent <laughs> of my followers and the ones I'm following. So I'm taking Minnesota in this one. I think it'll be a runaway game. Runaway, Kanye West. Uh, I'm gonna say uh, twenty-seven to. I'm gonna give them ten. I'm yeah, I'll take Minnesota nice. in this one too. I know Mike Zimmer said that this is the worst defense he ever had, but Lions are really bad on offense. Um. 
There's too much new pieces. Mm-hmm. I said that in the offseason. There's too much new pieces, and it's not going to work, even though they got uh, that guy from Jacksonville, Jaguars. Yannick Ngakwe. Uh, you know his name. I don't. I can't pronounce it. Yeah, the, the end is silent. Yeah, him. Uh, they just need more. They need to draft heavy as well in defense. I think I said that earlier. If not, I'm going to say again. They need to draft oh, yeah, heavy um, on I'll take the Vikings of this one, too. Um, a team that I really love the playmakers on. So I think they'll pour it on here. Let's say, what did you say? So I don't offend you. Okay, I'll I'm do not, 27. No, no, go ahead. I want you to. 27-14. Oh, it's close. I said 27-10. Um, I want you to offend me so I could feel something again. All right, here we go. Uh, I got the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Browns. Definitely a lot of uh, um, playoff implications. So Cleveland clinches playoff berth with a win or a loss from Indy or a Tennessee loss, a Miami win, and a Baltimore win. And then there's a bunch of ties, but when the fuck does that happen? Oh, man. I say that and watch them tie. I'm going to be pissed. I'm going to be fucking pissed. So Cleveland win. The Colts lost. The, the Cleveland win. If they win, they get a berth. That's automatic. Or if the Indianapolis Colts lose, that's another scenario. Third scenario, Tennessee lose, Miami win, Baltimore go, win. So that's Just go out and win, scenario. man. You don't want to live it up to yeah, the, just go you know, out the other win. teams to let you go in. And especially if you lose to this Mason Rudolph team, I mean, and you get these scenarios. Let's say you lose, but, but Indianapolis loses. Like, what kind of confidence do you have going into the playoffs now? And you're, yeah, and you're gonna definitely m- maybe face Pittsburgh again um, with Big Ben. There's a lot of psychological factors to this. I think Cleveland's gonna win, though. Um, no, I like Cleveland so. a lot because they were playing with you know so many man down last week, and uh, their linemen, their wide receivers, and that's just not gonna be the case this week uh, if they get their players back i don't think that they're going to be dominated like they did they got embarrassed but they were just you know outmatched and you know the jets are still a football team and um professional football team and so i don't give you know too much weight into that loss you know it's still a bad loss but i, I think that there's a lot more context to it and um the way with pittsburgh they they started off slow last week i don't know if mason rudolph is going to be you know the remedy to starting faster here so if Cleveland could get off to a, a good start here, um, get the receivers involved early, get their running game involved early. You know, LaDainian Tomlinson on, on NFL Network, he had a good um, analysis of how Cleveland loves to run inside. They get their linemen back, and Pittsburgh has tough uh, interior defensive problems. They, they they just give up runs up the middle. So this is something I think that Cleveland could um, get a good W here and prove to everyone that they deserve to be in the playoffs. So I'll take them, and I'll say it'll be 27-17. to 17. Yeah. Okay, you're taking Cleveland. I think it'll be a good game because Cleveland is playing for the playoffs. Pittsburgh, they're not. I don't think they're going to play with all the heart because they already clinched the division. I mean, they already won. They already won. I mean, they don't need a play really. I think a lot. I think this comes down to practice squad guys, and um, you know, they're going to keep Ben Roethlisberger um rested. Um, make sure he's not in the restroom though. Um, all right, moving on to uh the next game. <laughs> I got the Baltimore Ravens and the Bengals. Now, there's some some things here. So, Baltimore clinches a playoff berth. If they win, that's one scenario. If Cleveland loses, that's another scenario. Or if Indianapolis Colts lose. Or if they tie and all those other teams loses or tie. I hate hate the ties. So, I'm just going to say those. Baltimore win, that's one. Cleveland loss, that's another. Indianapolis loss. 
There's a five-way tie. All 10 and five. I'd love to see it, too. This it. is love a Cincinnati team that's been giving your division rivals some trouble, too. In um, the Titans, in the Steelers, these past couple of weeks, and Cincy, they just came off of a um, a tough win against the Texans. So, you know, you got to be careful with this Cincy team that's playing with a lot of fire. You know, they're, they're roasting Juju Smith-Schuster after the games and, and stuff like that. And, and, oh, wow. yeah, and, and this is a team that they did it at home, and they're playing at home again. So you got to be careful with this team, especially with their run defense and their defensive line, because this is a Baltimore team that loves to run the ball. But I'm a little bit scared here, actually. You know, if Cincinnati's one of those teams that could play tough defense against Baltimore and it really expose them and, and put some doubt into their mind right before the playoffs. So you need to be out here and playing on 10. Your passing game has to be on 10. Because, you know, we know about Lamar and his struggles with that. And I don't want him to rear its ugly head again, his ugly passing game. So we got to make sure that this – no, seriously, because I'm I'm concerned <laughs> about Baltimore. And, and, oh, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm and their, and their about confidence Baltimore. going into the playoffs. They got to win this game. Um, I think they will. I want to see John Harbaugh come out with a great game plan and, and maybe even arrest uh, Lamar early on, get RG3 in there. I don't know, something like that. Uh, yeah. yeah, put RG3. The people love RG3. I don't like how he got he got the shit in the stick. He was playing with injury. And with Washington, they look in a lot better franchise now before. They, there's so much stories and rumors from the Washington football team. They look, they turned it around, but they really didn't. I agree. RG3. So I'll say, the, I'll say Baltimore you're taking, a close so you're one. Baltimore I think it's really one. close. I'll say it's 24-23, dude. I kind of want to take – I'm going to take – that's that's the that's the score I had for Cincy and Houston, um, but I had Cincy winning that one. But I think I'm gonna take. I think I want to oh, take man. the upset here, and it'll be a crazy. Look how they've been playing. They put 37 on the Texans. <laughs> no, I, I look hard. at the team and it's not there. I just made. I just had an epiphany right now. Uh, I'm gonna say the score. Damn. Lamar Jackson could struggle. Von Bell's my new favorite strong safety. I trade for him in Madden because the way he did you do. Um, I'm gonna, t- you know, I'm gonna wow. take Cincy. Fuck it, I'm gonna take Cincy winning this one. Allen, all the guys or whoever's starting core, I think it's Brandon Allen. No, no, Joe Mixon. I think he's gonna be close. I'm gonna piggyback your score, but the opposite, 23-24. Look at me, I'm piggyback you. Look at that, 2020 crazy. <laughs> that, is is that how it feels? All right. <laughs> Moving on to Miami and Buffalo. Okay, there's a lot of stuff here. Let me go through my tab. Okay, Miami. Where's Miami? Okay, Miami clinches playoff berth with a win. That's one scenario. A Baltimore loss. That's another scenario. Cleveland loses. Another scenario. And Indy loses. So they need three of those at least. Well, if they win, they're automatically in. If they lose, um, yeah, they definitely need the other 10, 10 and 5 teams to lose. I think they they can make. I don't know if there's. I don't know if they're resting Josh Allen or not. I they haven't I said anything about that yet. So, you know, we're left to left to find out. And yeah, uh, great. you know, Miami at Buffalo. I mean, this is just a great game, though. I think you know. With, I think it's gonna be a good game. I think it's gonna be a good game as well. I like this matchup, Buffalo against a good defense that has been, you know, cooking up schemes every single week, unique schemes to fit their opponents. So I'm really excited to see what. Brian Flores comes up with to slow down Josh Allen. He's been effective all year and, and things like that. So if we find something that could slow down Josh Allen, this is a recipe for other teams to look in the playoffs. So that's one angle of this game, obviously, besides um, the playoff berths and all that. So 
Um, I, I think that B- Buffalo is just going to win, though. I think their their offense is a little bit too much. I could see Miami, you know, slowing them down for a little bit, but they have so many weapons, and uh, I think they get John Brown back this week as well. So imagine that. Stephon Diggs, John Brown, and Cole Beasley um, right before the playoffs. And if you could get your running game going like it kind of has been a little bit, cooking it up a little bit, um, this is a healthy Buffalo team with a good defense. I imagine Tua is going to start again. And Yeah, Tua is starting. I just looked it up. If Fitzpatrick was starting, I would take Miami, honestly, because mm-hmm. he's that big of a difference. If Tua is starting, I, I'll, I'll let you continue, but I'm taking Miami in this one. But go on, what you're saying. Well, I, I, I agree. I mean, and I think that, you know, maybe – Fitzpatrick will be called upon late in this game, but maybe the margin of victory is too much. I'll take Buffalo in this one. I could see it being high scoring, honestly. So I'll, th- I'll say 33-27, and um, we'll see what happens with this quarterback situation going to the playoffs. Yeah, I definitely want Fitzpatrick. Brian Flores, coach of the year, don't get me wrong. Um, in my opinion, he turned around this this team that got the, what, first overall draft pick to make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. His first team to do that, and they have three next year. Um they're looking real great in the future. Uh, what'd you say, 33-27? The way that I'm predicting it, I'm predicting Miami to miss the playoffs, I guess. You're, oh, man. So you don't have to worry about uh, who's your uh, starting yeah, quarterback you in the playoffs. Uh, man, I really want Fitzpatrick to start. But if Tua's starting like they're saying, I can't. I don't trust Tua enough. Brian Foles sees something in Flores, sees something in him, obviously. Uh, I, I know, he know, he has to know Ryan Fitzpatrick is better. I think he does. I, he has to know. Like, when when Fitzpatrick got told he was a bench, he, he almost, he said he, in an interview, he almost cried. He's like a son, he's like a, Tua is like a son to him. Like, they have that special bond, and Fitz, Magic is, is, just had, is that special character, you know? Yeah. Now that, I don't know, it's, it, I don't think they want to keep on switching momentum or, like, the head of steam you got with Tua, the little head of steam. You don't want inconsistency, maybe. Maybe that'll throw off. But you keep on throwing Fitzpatrick in. You keep on benching too and throwing Fitzpatrick in to win games. So we, I guess Fitzpatrick is like a closer. I guess this is baseball. Yeah, now. he, you know, he huh? did mention it like that. He said it. He, that was the metaphor he brought up in the post game. That's you know what? If I, if it comes down to it that close, they might put Fitzpatrick in. I'm gonna take Miami and winning this oh, one. Wow. Um, I love Buffalo. Don't get me wrong. It's that Fitz magic. <laughs> it's a little different. Bills have a two seed already. I think they yeah they locked the two seed in. No other team is twelve wins in the AFC. Um, so they, they have the lock too. So they might even just not play so hard, but uh, they, they do want to end the season on a, on a high note, but I'm gonna take Miami in this one with the upset. Um, it's good. Yeah, I think it is going to be high score. It's going to be 34 to 30 and Fitzpatrick is going to come back, get his head tore off, whatever it takes to get it done. Damn. I'm taking Miami. I love Miami, man. Never been there. Want to. Here we go. Seattle and 49ers. Now the Seattle have. They could be either the first. I think they could be the yeah. first seed. They could be the first seed or wild card. Like this season is crazy. Where's Seattle at? NFC, NFC. So they haven't clinched yet. Oh, they clinched the. Okay, they clinched the title, but they could win the the division. Uh, with the win, a Green Bay loss and a New Orleans. Yeah, loss. that's for the first round bye. They already got the division. This is for the first round no, bye. Oh, the first. I'm sorry. First week bye. They already got to the division, still in the playoffs. I know they want that bye, so they're going to be playing hard. I'm going to take Seattle in this one. 49ers, I know they upset Kyle Murray and the Cardinals, but the Cardinals are not looking great. Seattle, improving on defense, and you got Russell Wilson. Um, I'm taking Seattle in this one to win it 27-14. to 14. 
I'm going to look up the NFL schedule real quick because I think this all depends on whether New Orleans wins. I mean, if New Orleans is playing before them in the schedule and they win against the Panthers, which I think they will win against the Panthers. No, New Orleans plays at 1 o'clock. Oh, Seattle, they play at the they same play time. They play at the same oh, time. They play at the same time, so someone's going to be on the sideline because they definitely have to have NFL Network or, <laughs> or watch it, watch it, watch it free on the NFL app on the iPad like I do, and be watching the game. This is going to be a, that, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, so that's interesting. I think that dang, I, I was thinking maybe that would change a lot of things because um, if they played, if the Saints played earlier, and I think they will win. You know that they would probably rest their starters, but now. Things are completely different. I will say that the Seattle Seahawks were going to win. I, I I would give them this win because um, even though 49ers yeah, are, are are playing so hard, uh, Seattle needs this victory. They they realize the implications. So I'll take Seattle in this one. It's going to be low scoring. I think it will be like 23 to 20. Um, actually, yeah, 23 to 20 is, is, is probably what it will be because Niners just play teams so hard and they play division rivals so close. So um, I wouldn't – Put it on Seattle for it being a close game because this is a tough opponent, but I'll take them in this one. All right, next game, we got the Arizona Cardinals in SoFi Stadium against the Rams. Now, if the Cardinals, they could they could clinch playoff berth with a win or a tie and a Chicago loss. So that's one scenario. The Rams, on the other hand, um, could win. They could get, let's see, the Rams could clinch a playoff berth if they win or a Chicago loss. So both these teams needs the Chicago loss. And if Chicago loses, whoever wins this game makes the playoffs. The other one is out. Jared Goff is injured. Like the guy I said, John Wolford is playing. And Kyle Murray says he's playing, but it could be possible backup. But the way he's been playing, it's like the whole Daniel Jones situation a couple weeks ago. He just looks stiff. And you said he hasn't been playing himself. They haven't been vertical. Who are you taking for the NFC West um, seconds, I guess, not the division because Seahawks got it. Um, who are you taking to another team for the NFC? Dude, this is players? tough because I, I think it all it's depends tough. on what's the backup quarterback's name, uh, John, John Wolford. I mean, dude, it all depends on you because last time they played, you know, the Rams came up on top and they won by ten points. But this is a different Rams team, um, it, different Cardinals. Yeah, team. and and you know that Cardinals have their own struggles, and we'll get to that in a second. But the Rams, it all it all stems from their quarterback, really. And they say that they are very confident in in John Wolford because of obviously how they went ahead with Jared Goff and his surgery. So they think he'll be back for the playoffs. It's a lot on um, Wolford. And I think that the Cardinals, they've had some games where they've actually you know slowed down impressive opponents like the Seahawks. And they've come with very intense blitzes. And they've had you know just nice impact plays from Isaiah Simmons of all people because he's had his struggles. But... You know, they've come with some clutch plays on defense. I worry about the Rams' season just being ended because they, they had too much confidence in their quarterbacks, their their backup and their starter, and they've just messed up their, their season after a great start. And I think that, you know, Arizona, I, I think I've convinced myself here that Arizona is going to win. And I think that they're just going to figure it out. They're, they may be slowed down because of Aaron Donald and that pass rush. And I know that Kyler Murray, I've been talking about his injuries and how he's been playing a little bit differently because of that. But I think things will change. He's going to realize that this is week 17. This is where he put it all on the line. He's already said he's all in because he's playing this week. And, um, you know, sometimes you just got to go full send and say, fuck it. So he'll take his hits and he'll get battered. But I think maybe at the end of the day, he'll come away with a tough fought victory because it's just offense just being able to to muster a victory at the very end, you know, chipping away 
and and maybe finally getting to play at the very end of the game because I don't think that this Rams team is going to be uh you know you can rely on them to score on offense so I'll say the Cardinals maybe like seventeen to sixteen something very slow low scoring like that. All right, so you said seventeen sixteen Arizona. Yeah, and you said you convinced yourself. Yeah, that. The- while the whole time you're convincing yourself, I was staring into space because you are wrong. I'm gonna take the Rams. I'm I'm putting my money on um, what's his name? Jake Wolford. <laughs> Can't even pronounce his last name. He plays for the A A A F as an Arizona hotshot. You're telling me or the the hopscot? No hopshots. I'm taking Jake Wolford. Something new. Arizona Cardinals are not gonna they what they're gonna look up A A double A F. Um, football film like that doesn't even probably exist because I was so long ago. Arizona <laughs> Cardinals are going to know what's going to hit them. My boy Kemp Akers, Darren Henderson, Malcolm Brown. They're going to be a rotating door of a running back committee. Jalen Ramsey, uh, that, that dude is hungry for a playoff when he he didn't get too much of that in Jacksonville. So I'm taking him. Aaron Donald, that dude is rated 99 and Madden for a reason. I'm taking the Rams in this one. I hope I convinced you a little bit. Did I convince you a little bit. I, I just so scared for Wolford, man. <laughs> but it was very really hype. They don't know. I don't know who this guy is. The Arizona Cardinals don't know who this guy is. I'm taking Eric's. I'm taking L.A. Maybe run away a little bit with this. Um, twenty-seven to twenty. They'll win by a touchdown, wow. but it'll be a good game. Kyle Murray and Kingsbury are gonna get bounced out of playoff contention. I feel like you've seen some Wolford film. The way you're talking about. Maybe this I guy. did. Maybe I did. <laughs> go go hot shots. Arizona hot shots. Versus the Salt Lake, uh, damn, I don't know what the, I just know they're from Salt Lake. All right, uh, moving on to the next game. We got another playoff contention game. We got the Colts and the Jacksonville Jaguars. And if they're in full sin fucking tank mode, um, I'm going to take the Colts in this one, obviously. The Colts did not clinch. They, I think they could, let's see, let's see. AFC, let's go to Colts. All right. A lot of different scenarios, a lot of different – yeah, god damn, so much scenarios. Okay, if the Colts uh, – one scenario is the Colts win, Baltimore lost, they're in. Colts win, Cleveland lost, they're in. Colts win, Miami lost, they're in. If they tie, if they tie, they need all the other teams to lose that I just mentioned. So Baltimore, Cleveland, Miami, like I said, it's a four- or five-way tie. They're all 10-5, and five, so they need the other 10-5 and five teams to lose. That's the best way to put it and less confusing. Don't get lost in the sauce. I'm taking Colts to this one. Easy. Uh, Phillip Rivers is going to be smiling. Mic him up this game. I'm telling you, mic him up. Because last time he was mic'd up against the Jacksonville Jaguars, he almost cussed because Austin Eckler ran for like a 90-yard screen. And he's smacking the defender and cussing or telling everything to the ref. It was amazing. It was one of the, my favorite sound bites. I'm taking Indy to win this one. 7-30. Uh, to 30. Yeah, I'll take Indy, but they also have one one scenario to actually win the division as well. They have to win, and then they also need um, a Tennessee loss. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, it was right above that one, yeah. Yeah, so um, they need to get it done. You know, this is the one team that Jacksonville won against. Remember? Jacksonville won week one against the Colts. This is their That's only victory. Shit. Yeah, and now they're meeting again week 17. What a crazy <laughs> one win, and then they go on a 14-game losing streak. I mean, incredible, but um, – I think that we could say that India is safely going to win this one. The tank is definitely in full effect. And the Titans are playing the Texans, and the Texans at home, um, I don't know what they can do, but that Tennessee defense is porous. And the way that Deshaun Watson has been playing, he turns it up. So I wouldn't be surprised if actually there's some weird scenario here where um, Indy sneaks into the playoffs as a division winner. But I'll take them winning this game for sure. And I'll say that they'll, they'll, they'll definitely safely win this one 30-10. 
Yeah. Uh, you're very nice for giving the Jacksonville Jaguars 10. The game you just mentioned, the, the another divisional game, so much divisional games. I love how the NFL sets up all these crazy divisional games because they know it shit's boiling down to the last <laughs> yep. one. And if the Chargers were in the playoff contention, um, all the AFC West are facing each other this week, which is the next two games I'm going to talk about. Um, we got the Tennessee Titans and the Texans. Um, you seem like you, 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 I'll let you finish what you're, you wanted to start with these uh, two teams. So go right ahead. Well, just the way that the Texans have been playing, you know, especially against some tough defenses um, that given other teams fits, I think Deshaun Watson has had honestly, and he's not going to be in any contention, but if he had help, he would have had an MVP type year. And if, oh, and the way sure. that he's been playing um, by himself, it's almost like he's the MVP. And in some, you know, perspective, you got to really look at it um, in context and, so the way that he's been playing against the Tennessee's defense doesn't even get pressure against quarterbacks. They they suck at that. And I think that's one thing that's going to help Deshaun a lot because he's a type of guy that gets beat up. But if he's protected, he'll make these plays. And at home, um, coming off of a game where David Johnson had 100 yards, Kiki Kuti was effective, Brandon Cooks had over 100, um, Deshaun had three total touchdowns. There's a, there's a recipe here for maybe the Texans to pull an upset and really help the Colts out a lot. But – um. Do I believe that'll happen? I think that the Titans, I think they're going to get back on track. I think they're going to have Derrick Henry going off again, and I think they're just going to look healthy and look like they're ready for the playoffs. This is a get-right game um, in every sense of the word, so I'll take the Titans here in this one. Wouldn't be surprised if it's close, so I'll say it'll be like 30-24. to 30-24. Yeah, Deshaun's going to give him a chance. There's no way he doesn't, you know. All right. 30-24. 30-24. I could see. I agree with you. It could be a close game. The way J.J. Watt, he inspired me to play football better, and I don't even play football. I mean, I, I listened to that press conference. I, I went to the Madden and changed the Jets team to a 76 overall to a 94 overall. That's how inspired wow. he made me. Also, I'm really good at Madden. Um, uh, by good, I mean not playing. I'm really good at managing it. Um. I think, yeah, I think Tennessee, I can't. Derrick Henry is also one of my uh, fantasy football gods. And Tannehill, too. Even though he didn't perform last week, it was against Green Bay. They're they're behind a lot, too. I'm going to take Tennessee in this one. I think it could be close. Uh, Maybe no, David Johnson, definitely not worth that trade. I don't think he ever will be enough to be worth that trade. But he did show up a little bit. Not recency bias, but Tennessee's D. Uh, I'm going to say 27 to 20. Okay. That. I think they could win by a touchdown. It might, it, I, I could see a 34-20 or 27-20, but I'll give the benefit of the doubt to the Texans. All right, moving on to the Las Vegas Raiders, who were officially eliminated eliminated from playoff contention. The, the Chargers, I thought, eliminated them, but they had a 2% shot. I really wish I could see the scenario if they won last week. That would have been a crazy scenario. probably been the craziest scenario. Versus the Denver Broncos, who got beat by the Chargers. Uh, we beat these two teams in the last two weeks. Yeah, yes. Uh, I think this is a big test for Drew Locke to see if he is that guy. Um, they, they're, the, the Denver franchise has been very vocal that they don't know if he's the guy. Jerry Judy, he needs to put some sticky glue on his gloves. He's been dropping too much balls. I think he dropped like about nine in this, this season. Uh, I know he's a rookie, but uh, they just need to get things going. Um, I want the Raiders to lose because if the Raiders lose and the Chargers win – then I don't want to pay people $100. And there's two people. So um, I'll let the go. If I do lose, I'll let the government pay for that. But I'm going to take uh, the way the Raiders lost was so disheartening, so 
disappointing. So I can't even think of another adjective for the way they lost last week. I'm going to take the Denver Broncos. I'm a Denver Bronco fan this week. And I know a couple of them. They're, uh, they're kind of cool. I mean, they don't get out much. They're too high in the mountains. They're evolutions to it. <laughs> evolution. Uh, elevation. Elevation. There you go. I'm dyslexic. Here we go. I'm taking Denver to win this one. Um, I think it's going to be another dis- a pretty bad loss. It's going to be 21 to 24, Denver. I'll take Denver in this one as well. I mean, it's at home, a Denver team that I think they're going to get back on track, a Raiders team that just doesn't seem to know where the tracks are. And, yep. you know, they're just going to have a, uh, a – what is it called? <laughs> Brain fart. You know, they're fucking me up too over here because how do you give up these big plays at the end of the game? They don't seem to have the awareness to know what's going on, and they probably think it's like the first quarter every time. And I don't, I don't know. Um, each play just, just uh, it's a head scratcher and um, you don't know what's going on. And John Gruden looks hilarious. And honestly, it's fueling my theory that John Gruden's just going back to the Raiders just to sabotage them. I'm re- I really, I, I said I that years saying, ago. I thought you said, it could, Vincent, what did you say theory with well, the way you phrased it? What'd you say? That he just went back to the Raiders to sabotage them. Uh, no, just, what, 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 the way you phrased it, it was like, uh, I'm fully convinced about oh, the theory. No, yeah. You what'd fueled you my theory. Oh, he, my, I think. Because you say he looks so good. It feels my theory that he's a reptilian. Oh. <laughs> my boy can't put a face mask right, and he doesn't know Oakland from Vegas. That dude is a reptilian, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm from the Las Vegas underground. Get to Vegas. <laughs> hey, go to Vegas. When, when everything reopens, go to Vegas. Stay out there around, like, 5 o'clock. You see nothing but reptilians. There's no cops. They, they don't want to deal with the reptilians. Fucking Godzilla is living in the Bellagio Fountain. Dog. Reptilians are in Vegas, and I convinced Gruden is one. I think you easily convinced me, and maybe hopefully everyone at home. And honestly, um, I think the Broncos will take care of the aliens. So I'll say they'll win twenty to seventeen. Just the Raiders are not playing good football right now. They can't close out. I mean, they're turning into the Falcons and the Chargers. All right. Um, speaking of the Chargers, if you want to hear that analysis, listen to our Charge Up Charger podcast. Um, I'll say the scores though for you guys' pleasure. Um, Lucas said that the Chargers will lose. You heard me right. They'll lose 17 to 24 to the, to Chad Henney and the, just the, the fucking backups of the, um, and hopefully it solidifies Anthony Lynn's fate to get out of here. I also think he's a reptilian. Uh, no, just kidding. <laughs> um, cause, uh, reptilians don't have no perception of time and he can't call a timeout. Right. Uh, that's, that's Kansas- more evidence. <laughs> Kansas city. Uh, they're playing, as you know, they're start, they're not their starters. I think, the Chargers to sneak one up on them. I think it'll be great for Anthony and Lynn's longevity as a head coach. I think it'll convince them three to end the year with three divisional wins. Um, that'll look good. Recency bias. I have a whole rant slash lecture slash I cry a little bit in my head. PowerPoint notes. Uh, PowerPoint notes. Um, <laughs> yeah. So if you want to go check that out, just check that out just for that. Um, next game, we got the Green Bay Packers and the Chicago Bears. Now, I want to hear what you say because apparently you're a Chicago Bear fan. You're eating deep, you eat deep, deep dish pizza once. Now you're a Chicago <laughs> Bear fan. I'm taking Green Bay in this one. It's in Chicago. They both play in cold weather. It doesn't matter. No fans anyways. You taking Chicago over this one? You're not taking Chicago. If you're taking Chicago, I'll eat this Sharpie. I'll eat this Sharpie pen. And I'll treat it like a, I'm treating it like a popper already this whole, this whole podcast. Um, I'll eat this whole marker if you pick Chicago. Okay, so, well, the Green Bay has an opportunity here to get the first round by with a win straight up or a tie, or that's one scenario, or 
they need a Seattle loss or a tie. And then for the Bears, their scenarios um, to get in the playoffs, they need a win. That's one. Or they need an Arizona loss. And then lastly, the last one, which is hard to believe, is uh, they need a tie and Arizona ties. Now, if if the Chicago Bears and the Arizona Cardinals tie, I don't know. I don't know what I would do. I don't know. I don't even know what I would do. I would. <laughs> I would probably eat my fifth grade trophy of me in basketball from 2004 summer basketball. I was a T Wolf, shooting guard for the T Wolf, ages eight through nine division. I would eat this whole thing if the Arizona Cardinals and the Chicago Bears tie. Go on with your analysis. I'm sorry. Yeah, um, careful. Um, <laughs> also, just the Bears, they, you know, like I've been saying, they've been putting up these 30-plus point performances. Look at that. And I know, okay. I know that this is, the, um, this is the true test right here, okay? If they could put up more points than what the Titans did against the Green Bay Packers, I think there's something here brewing. And um, it all depends on the weather as well. But, you know, they're at home, and this is a familiar territory for them. I'm loving it. I'm loving the scenarios going down. Um, it's going to be a test for their defense mostly, though. If they could stop Devontae Adams, it's already a tall task, but also Aaron, Aaron Jones, Jones and, and Aaron Rodgers. And Aaron Rodgers and also A.J. Dillon, the Triple A group. The A-team, that could be one. I like Triple A. I'm a, I'm a tweet a Green Bay Packer fan that so he could get some clout because that's tight. There you go. Both of those. I like both of those. Anything for clout. But the Bears, uh, I think they may have a tall task here, and I, maybe they'll have a rude awakening. And, and it's kind of tough to doubt the Packers, and they have their own scenario to go in and be the number one seed. So um, I would take Aaron Rodgers. I doubted him last week. I'm not going to do it again this week. Yeah, and, don't doubt and him. So, he heard you. <laughs> yeah, he definitely did. So I'll take the Packers in this one. It has to be high scoring. I, I could see it going up there. So I'll say um, 31-28. If, if you would have said the goddamn Bears winning. <sighs> well, you know, I mean <sighs> – I, they have a chance, but I don't. I don't know if they could keep up. I'm not even sure if they can get 28 points. If they do, that'd be remarkable. You got Triple A, the A team. I, I don't even know what other nicknames. I'm gonna think of one before this podcast ends. But Green Bay, you got Devontae Adams, bro. Oh man, I would literally trade a whole team for him, and I'll just have Devontae Adams play every position. That dude is a monster. Aaron Rodgers MVP um, pace. AJ Dillon, uh, a a great diamond in the rough. They draft him kind of high, but behind Aaron Jones, give him some rest and let the rookie run, man. That dude is a mini Shaquan Barkley. He got, he got thighs for days. Rewind. He squats for days. This dude should be sponsored by those yoga pants. Instagram pages. This dude. Okay. Rewind. This guy is popping. He just popping. And um, I'm taking Green Bay in this one. I'm taking Green Bay winning this one. Um, I think they'll drop a 40 bomb. Um, I'll give them 24. I'll give Chicago 24. They will not score 30 because I'm sick and tired of you saying, well, they scored 30 points the last four games. Well, look at the last four opponents. They're not going to score 30. I'll be surprised if they score 28. Like you said, I'll be even surprised if they score 24. Moving on <laughs> to the the New Orleans Saints and the Carolina Panthers. Carolina Panthers want to uh, – play heartbreak kid this week the only scenario this has uh saints has they have the division title the only way the saints can get a first week by so they could get a first week by with them winning green bay losing and seattle winning and that's the only scenario they get first first round by other than that they're probably most likely going to be the two spot so uh they definitely going to want that first by obviously carolina panthers have been uh you know they're kind of they're five and ten so uh i'm gonna take the new Orleans saints um, I'm gonna take the New Orleans Saints winning. 
I don't know if they'll get the first first week by because they need Green Bay to lose. I don't think that's happening. And Seattle, Maybe Seattle to win. Yeah. yeah, so I think they're going to stay exactly where they're at. I'm going to take New Orleans winning. They even, we might even see some Winston licking his fingers like a goddamn win pretzel in this one. Taysom Hill. We might even see all three of those quarterbacks out there. Uh, who knows, Sean Payne? Um, I'm going to say uh, 27 to 17. 27-17. All right. They'll get two touchdowns in the field goal. Yeah, that seems reasonable. Roby Anderson. Probably both Roby Anderson. Maybe a Mike Davis in a field goal. Yeah, I'll take that. Yeah, I'll take the Saints in this one too. All these games are being played at the same time, so it's going to be so crazy. Um, This is another 1 o'clock game, um, 1 o'clock West Coast time. I'll take the Saints though. I think they they realize the you know the opportunity here to maybe get the first round. Um, so I'll say they win thirty to fourteen. I mean, I think Carolina is just you know too far behind. So I'll take the Saints in this one. Yeah. All right. This next game is for well, part of the NFC. Fuck! What division is that? Least the NFC that I was looking for the joke and I got it. Ha! The <laughs> NFC least. I was going to say less, but it doesn't make any sense. When do I make sense? All right, so this scenario is it's Washington against um, – God damn, I just had it open. I'm losing momentum here. The Philadelphia Eagles. So Washington needs to win this one, or they need a tie and a Dallas loss. And then we already said Dallas, their scenario. They need a win and a Washington loss. So they just, they just need the other team to lose. If one ties, the other one has to lose. So that's the – best way to put it without getting lost in the sauce but uh i'm taking washington in this one i'm i'm behind taylor winhickey from um uh, what what school was he from what did i say old dominican yeah taylor winhickey career stats let's see where's he from yeah old dominican university in puerto rico i'm taking this guy taylor winhickey scary terry i hope hopefully he's in the line i know i don't even know if tony gibson's in the line but you got chase young that dude's gonna be chasing Jalen Hurts, rookie against rookie. You know what happened last time he versed a rookie? Ooh, too soon. Um, Joe Burrow is doing great in his recovery, by the way. So I'm taking Chase Young and that defensive line and and their defense. I'd rather have a – I'm taking that defense over the, the Eagles, even though they've been looking pretty good. But last week they lost. They allowed 27 points and only scored 17 against Dallas. I'm taking Washington in this one. I talk about them. Every single week, I like talking about them. They're the underdogs. Hell, I'm a Washington sports fan now. Um, I'm taking them to win this one. Oof. Uh, I think it's going to be close. It's a primetime game. Woo! I'm going to say 27-24. Yeah, I mean, I'm actually excited for this game to be a primetime game. I, me too. I, and if you told me I was excited for an <laughs> NFC East matchup and they're 6 week 17. and I would have RKO'd you from a two-story building. Yeah, I would have loved to see that, to be honest. Um <laughs> Washington, I think they're going to win this one. Their their defense definitely one of the best out there, underrated. So under the you know Very spotlight underrated. of Sunday Night Football, I think they're going to get a lot of um a lot of people learning about this football team, and I think that people are going to actually like what's going on there, especially with Ron Rivera. And um, I love Jalen Hurts, and I love what the Eagles have done with him and turning around their offense, looking like a completely different team. I just think that maybe it's just going to be outmatched and overpowered. Um, a battle of two good, solid head coaches. I still like Doug Peterson, but I'll take Washington in this one. I just think they're the better team on paper, especially. So um, it's going to be a good matchup. I mean, if we see Chase yes. Young uh, and Jalen Hurts matchup, I think that could be um, that's going to be one to watch for for ages in that division. And this is just going to be the beginning of that of a cool rivalry. So 
I'll take Washington this one in the first matchup between the two guys on there, and I'll say they'll win. Uh, Let's say they win 24-17. Yes, it's going to be a really good game. Prime time game for the division. Um, like we said, Dallas is versing. Uh, what happens if they both win? Is there a scenario with that? Uh, let me see. Well, I think Washington got the tiebreaker. Because if yes, they win, Washington does have the tiebreaker, yep. So if they both win, Washington's in. Okay. So that's tight. So I don't want to see the if the Cowboys nah. if, if the Cowboys make oh my god, if the Cowboys make the playoffs, they're gonna go wild. And if they go to the playoffs, they're gonna verse who? The Saints? They're not gonna be uh, competitive in anything. They're gonna either verse the Saints, they're gonna verse the Saints, Green Bay, or Seattle. One of those three teams. Or Maybe the Rams, if they uh, there's a lot of scenarios, but they're most likely versus the two seed, which will most likely be the Saints or Green Bay Packers. You're smoking crack if you think <laughs> they'll win a playoff game. Yeah, I will smoke crack if they win a playoff oh, game. Don't do that. Actually, kids, don't do crack. Do not do crack. Do poppers. All right, moving <laughs> on to the <laughs> going to Movada. I hate this goddamn website. It's always buggy, and I lose. I haven't won one yet. Lucas would have won one, but he did not put his money in. I have my money already in, locked in. Lucas, you started off. Let me hear your All right, the last one for the year. Keep wasting your money with me. I Waste your money with us. That should be the same. Waste your money with Sports Guy, David and Lucas. Yep, okay, here we go. So um, I got an 18 parlay down, $5 down. Holy shit, 18? I can't even count to eight, bro. (laughs) All right, let me hear it. Okay, so I got Dallas Cowboys winning against the Giants first, just straight up money line. Then Minnesota straight up money line against Detroit as well. I also got okay. the Jets winning straight up against the Patriots. I got okay. the Falcons and Buccaneers game going over 49 points. I think that could go over. Uh, I'll get the Packers straight up against the Bears. Washington uh, against the Philadelphia Eagles minus one. And then the Titans straight up to win. And then the Falcons straight up to win. I think they'll, I'll think they'll win against the Buccaneers. Five bucks down gets me 506 if that hits. Ooh, ooh, that's spicy. I like that. Um, tough with the over, I think, on the Atlanta one. I think that's a little bit tough. But uh, What's over? What's over? Oh, at 49. Atlanta and who? Tampa Bay. It's a, a team that they, that both 49? Teams, yeah. Well, that's that's kind of pushing it. Kind of pushing it. They've been playing tough defense, it. both of them, so it's tough. I might just okay. make this bet again, $5 down, and just switch the over to an under. <laughs> Yeah, I know, huh? Just <laughs> waste ten dollars, you win. Possible? Oh no, you can only win one of those. Um, okay, damn. Ah, I'm making last editions, but I'm like kind of scared now. I heard yours. I'm like, oh, okay. Um, I'm gonna go with. Let's see. Um, okay, I got this. All right, I have a seventeen parlay. So keep up. If you can't count to seven, that's a uh, Nueve. Spanish. <laughs> Here we go. I got the Tennessee Titans winning straight up and over fifty six. They will God definitely damn. score over 56. And then, um, where, hold on. Oh, there it is. Then I got, uh, I, I made it eight team. I was looking for this. I couldn't find it. Okay, so um, I got Washington football team winning the Philadelphia Eagles straight up. Denver Broncos winning the the uh, Vegas Raiders straight up. Seahawks winning the 49ers straight up. No, no spreads here, all right? This is like a dry sandwich. I don't like no spread. And then I got the <laughs> New York Jets winning the Patriots who are underdogs. Who the hell is? Who's doing Movado? Who's making these goddamn spreads? And then I got the Green Bay Packers over, or Green Bay Packers winning and scoring over fifty-two. Sorry, this is a nine. 
a nine a nineteen parlay spicy, here. Spicy. I'm getting I'm getting a little buck wild. And then I got the Cardinals winning the Rams. Do I have the Do I have the Cardinals winning the Rams? I don't want to contradict myself here. No, I have the Rams winning. Sorry. Ooh. No, I'm, I'm no. I'm gonna take that one out. I, I'm. I, I can't do <laughs> You know what? No, 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 no. I'm gonna go with the Rams. Rams winning because I believe in Jake Wolford. If if the Rams win, I'll buy a Jake Wolford jersey. I don't know if they even sell them. I'll, I'll find it and I'll probably gotta make a, a custom Wolford. jersey. Yeah, I probably gotta make a custom jersey. So there it is. I might as well have Green Bay winning this one too. Just add it a little bit more spicy, but I can't find it. I just I just had it right here. Uh, Green Bay because I have it over, but I want to have them. Win. Okay, Green Bay winning. So. How much money should I put down? Just give me a number. Um, five. If I put five dollars down, I win a thousand twenty-two dollars and fifty-nine cents. Don't forget the fifty-nine cents. It's a nineteen parlay. If this shit hits, I, I'm buying an island with a thousand dollars. You know, I, I could buy an island with that. Cash. I'm not money. sure if that's correct. I want old twos. I want old two-dollar bills. All of them two-dollar bills. Damn. And seventy-nine cents in old pennies respect <laughs> there you guys have it but <laughs> review preview and our crazy parlays waste money with the fancy sports cave guys um you can waste money with those other guys br betting and all those guys but it'll be a lot funner to, to hear our misery um because who doesn't like hearing other people's misery so my 19 parlay if this hits i'm literally gonna go crazy um i don't know i'll buy a ps5 and an xbox let's go i'll just buy, i'll just buy i won't even use them i'll just have them I'll collect them and then wait until they're worth 10000 each. But there you guys have it. Lucas Reyes, where can they find you on social media? You find media? me on Twitter, at SugarFreeLucas, where you see my pinned tweet that has a thread of all of our podcasts. Go ahead and enter our giveaway, though. That's how you enter our giveaway. Um, you like, retweet, or comment on that thread, any of those tweets, and those are entry. Multiple entries are allowed, and that's how you win our $100 NFL gift card. Um, and you must sp- follow Sports Guy David, me, and the Fantasy Sports Cave on Twitter to win. David, where can we find you on social I'm glad you asked that. You can follow me on Sports Guy David on all social medias. I'm talking TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. I do giveaways. I'm very entertaining. That's what people told me. Don't ask me how I know that. I'm very. Um, if you don't do your own horn, then um, there won't be any music. That's what my dad said. Shout out to the David the Third. Um, I'm selling Sports Guy David merch. If you like breast, rewind. If you like boobs, rewind. If you want to support a great cause in breast cancer, you could go ahead. And buy Sports Guy David merch. $30, including shipping, comes with a t-shirt of your size. Very nice. It has, in the back, it says, for the ladies. Has my, my face on it. You know it's going to be worth more than face value after I'm famous. And then you got four stickers, two holographic, two regular, a pin, and a keychain for $30. It'll be within in your hands in three days. If you want to see how it looks, look on my highlights. People bought them. It's real. People bought them, believe it or not. And you'll be And all profits are going to breast cancer. Hashtag all boobs matter. Go ahead, follow Fantasy Sports Give as well. Um, all you got to do is interact with the tweet. And there's three different places you can do it. So that's what? Nine, 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 nine. Um, rewind. Uh, three, six, nine. That's nine different entries for one. And we do $100. $100. That's it. $100. You win. You can buy yourself a jersey or some merch. So there you guys have it. Fantasy Sports Give, Luke's Raisins, and Sports Guy David. We are out. 